Hey guys, welcome to the Babylon Pastors Podcast, sponsored by ODG Apparel. I am one of your hosts, Michael. And I'm Rob. Glad you're here to listen in while we talk about church, theology, and everything hey in between. Welcome to the Babylon Pastors Podcast. <laughs> Called the Babylon Pastors. You can't not be able to babble at, right in the beginning. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, believe me, I have no issue with talking at nauseum about nothing. So... <laughs> Not in the same. Yeah. All right. So, hey, guys, welcome back to this month's uh, subject. We're going to be talking about preaching. And the reason we're going to be talking about what we got here, he's got some resources. We got some Keller. What do we got there? Christ in all of Scripture. Who wrote that one? Clowney. All right. So, I have. Friend of so, we're going to be talking about preaching this month because uh, I get a ton of questions about this all the time because I'm hypercritical of preaching and sermon preparation and all of that. So um, hopefully this will be helpful. We both, Rob, as you know, or not, maybe not know, is a pastor of a church in North Dakota. And um, I speak at random places occasionally. So I prepare messages. So he does this on a weekly basis. I get the, so I was talking to somebody the other day and I was like, you know, I, I have an advantage in the sense that I have an entire month to prep for a sermon. So I can sit down and really dig in. I don't know how I would do it if I had to do it every week, to be honest with you. I mean, it'd be it'd be the same process, but it'd be condensed. But so I've done I've done both uh, actually fairly recently in life because I was only part time here for uh, over a yes. year, and before that I wasn't hired on, but I was still one of the elders at our church that spoke and preached. So uh, it was probably once a month for. I don't know, a year and a half or something is, was kind of my schedule for preaching. So I had a lot of time to do that. And what I ended up finding is for me, and this is one of the things about preaching is it's literally different probably for every human being that preaches a little bit, right? Like preparation is just different for everybody. Um, And for me, a month was like so long that like I would be changing my points and like, Oh no, no, this is crazy. You know, like second guessing. And there's so much other stuff that goes on because it was such a long period of time that, uh, yeah, I don't know a week. I'm still kind of getting used to that concept because I haven't been doing that very long, like weekly. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it certainly feels like, um, I, I should maybe just have church every other week, uh, to make this, a little better for people uh but but then you know other times it's a little easier and it's it's crazy like sometimes um and this is just due to me not having a uh crazy solid rhythm quite yet because it's kind of fresh and new the stuff that's going on so um but like sometimes monday tuesday i'm done all i need to do is like work through it uh friday a little bit and kind of get my thoughts together sunday morning but then sometimes it's like all through the week, I'm like, man, what, why do I even need to preach this? You know, like you're asking yourself all these questions that, that you really have to have the answers to uh-huh. before you're going to be able to present something from scripture in any kind of solid way. So, you know, sometimes it's like Friday before I'm actually able to breathe easy. So I don't know. You know, I get it. I've, uh, with having that long, that's the same thing. So I'll start one. And then I'll be like a week and a half in and I'm like, oh, no, I'm just saying, I'm not really feeling it now. 
Because, uh, I mean, it'll, something will shift or something will change. Like, well, we'll just throw out and all the garbage and we'll start again. To where it's if I had a week, it doesn't matter. I already have to be dedicated to that. But um, we'll talk about process a little bit later in a couple other podcasts. So the first one is, why do we preach anyway? So that's the big point, right? So right now, churches, some of them are getting back to church. If you're not back to church yet, I mean, by the time this podcast comes out, you should be really close probably, uh, depending on what state you're in. I mean, there's some states, hey, guys. You might not meet again until 2022, but <laughs> the rest of us. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it like. Yeah. So, uh, but most, mo- most states, most churches will probably be back in uh, June, July. So by the time this comes out, you'll be real close. So why do we preach though? What's the purpose of a sermon? Why do we even get together? I mean, because there's lots of different people that, uh, like you said, everybody's style's different, but when you hear some of, uh, Oh, you guys might be able to hear my dogs in the background. There. I don't know if you can. But um, why do we preach at all, right? So um, some people would say it's for just encouragement or upbuilding or enlightenment or to give people hope or, um, I don't know, five steps to a better whatever, right? So what is your purpose every Sunday for getting up and preaching, Rob, before I get into what I think? Cause... Okay, first – I think those words that you just used, encouragement and enlightenment and hope, those are all things that do work their way into preaching, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it largely, I don't know where this should be worked in um, to this month maybe, but uh, I'm largely, uh, like expositional preaching is how I personally believe that it should be done, period. Even when I preach a topical sermon, sure, I have a topic, but then I pick one to two main texts that I then do expositional preaching on based on the topic. I was. So even that to me is expositional. Um, and the definition of that is simply that you get your information and preaching topics and everything from the text of scripture rather than kind of... Yeah, what scripture says, not what you say, right? So, um, and I, so I'll preface it by saying, like, there, there are definitely some scriptures that would lean toward the purpose of this text is encouragement or in enlightenment in some way, shape, or form. But the big but in the room, okay? But uh, the purpose of preaching, first and foremost, in my view, is the same as the purpose for um, having a conversation with somebody on Friday. It's to bring glory to God. Like that, that is the first and foremost reason that we do anything that we do as Christian people. And uh, I think preaching obviously falls into that. It's if we're not bringing glory to God, if we're not uh, making famous the name of Jesus, um, then we're not preaching then it's it's definitely not a christian sermon if we're not actively and intentionally bringing glory to god um as a part of even our preparation for it like this is the goal right mm-hmm. um secondly for me i think that it's uh, it's in scripture it's 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 part of the prescription um and uh, some of the assumptions that paul makes um in 1 Timothy 5.17, Paul, Paul is writing to Timothy, who is in 
elder in a church and he says to Timothy, let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in preaching and teaching. Now, that verse isn't about preaching necessarily, but there's an assumption from Paul that in your local congregation, in your local gathering of the church, um, there will be elders who preach and teach. It's just an assumption Paul makes. And he says the same thing, uh, Colossians 1, 27 and 28. He uh, is talking to Christians, and he says, um, him, talking about Christ, him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ. Now, I don't want to get into Greek and all that stuff, but those three words... I mean, essentially, that equals preaching. Those are the three kind of things that have to do. I mean, and that's not it. There are plenty of other places we could look and see that. But I think those are the two main things that if we don't get those two things right, then everything. This is actually the most important episode, the first one. Yeah. If, if we don't have the purpose of a sermon, the purpose of preaching right, then to me, all the other stuff, if I'm just trying to make a, a speech, to encourage people. I mean, I'm done with that in like 30 minutes. Yeah. And that's not hard, you know? Um, but preaching sometimes involves calling people out, mm. <laughs> you know, uh, depending on what the text is, that's a, that's, that can be a big part of it. So. Yeah. And I think that's the distinction. So I don't know. I'm, you may have heard this term before or not. I know I've heard it quite a bit, but uh, like the difference, there's, there's a thin line there between like a really good Ted talk and a really good sermon in the sense that, like you said, the defining principle here isn't necessarily, um, you know, the, you know, how much information the person has or that's giving or what the, you know, the end purpose necessarily is, like you said, with the encouragement or the hope or whatever but it's the, 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 what's behind it. So the glorifying of God, for example, that's what makes it distinctively different. So, you know, you're in a church that's doing, you know, that, that has a really good sermon when at the end of it, Christ is glorified. God is pointed to because now it's distinctly Christian. Um, and that's why I would say like at the end, at some point there has to be uh, at least some pointing toward Jesus and what he's done and what that means. Even if the text, you know, I mean, so the text could be an Old Testament text that has nothing, you know, it doesn't mention Jesus, right? So I'm preparing a sermon uh, from the Old Testament here to preach in a couple of weeks. Uh, and there's nothing at all in there about Jesus, but it points to Jesus's coming as part of the overall narrative. Um, and that'll be mentioned. But that's the difference between just mentioning God, because, I mean, you could fit that into a, you know, I don't know, a Mormon sermon or so, you know, I mean, any, anything else, right. but you're mentioning Jesus yeah. specifically um, makes it specifically Christian in the sense there. And I think that's the big difference, the whole, you know, why do we preach or prepare a sermon? It's to, like you said, glorify God. And then the, the, the part there is like, I mean, we, we can obviously encourage and stuff, but the, the point there is to teach and to, uh, to, to bring, you know, what does this have to do with us as Christians into that as well, uh, to, to make it, purpose you know to 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 teach and uplift and oh, yeah yeah anyway so yeah whatever the text you know and that's that's the thing it that's why i say the the first purpose in my mind is to bring glory to god like if that's my focus at from beginning um from text selection which is something that you have to deal with more than me 
Uh, we're in a series walking through Matthew. I know what my text is going to be December this year, right? I mean, I, I already know. I would know much what... prefer to do it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I already have it mapped out through actually further than December. But um, so text selection, though, if that's where you're at and that's what you're doing um, in your sermon preparation, then from that point all the way to, you know, Sunday morning, when it's go time or Saturday night or whenever, you know, your, your particular church might meet um, all the way till then it's, it's got to first and foremost be about glorifying God and lifting him up and making Jesus famous. And if the way I view it, and this might, we'll talk about this later, I'm assuming, but um, the, later in the month, I mean, but the, the way that I view it, if, if um, my people can walk out Sunday morning, worship, worshiping, Mm -hmm. right? If they can leave having worshiped God from music to scripture readings, to prayers, to sermon and preaching, then, then, um, then it has worked. <laughs> and yeah. that, that's the thing. If they have a high view of God, when they leave, then I've done my job for that week, sort of. So, so let's talk a little bit about, cause I think, I mean, well, this will come up at different parts, I think throughout this month. But one thing that I think is important because uh, it varies, obviously, depending on the person who, who's presenting the sermon and stuff, but um, length and that kind of thing. So obviously a service, we've talked about service structure before in a previous podcast, as far as, you know, how everything needs to be set up. But obviously there's some churches that you go to and um, it'll be, you know, 45 minutes of music and 20 minutes of preaching. I know in student ministry, it's very common to have, you know, 15 minute little message at and you know every other bit of that hour and a half taken up by other things um and then on the flip side of that i know there's pastors that i've i've heard before that will preach for 45 minutes but practically say nothing <laughs> so um as far as time goes like where do you factor that in because for me uh and I'll, I'll say this real quick so you can kind of prepare your thoughts a little bit but for me it seems to me like the a good portion of that should be uh, you know, the, the opening up of the text, you know, digging out the richness of it to teach it. Cause as we've said before, the, the purpose of the sermon is to teach the text. Mm -hmm. So, um, whereas, you know, a lot of it, I would say is hardly any of it needs to be like, um, story or jokes or, you know, whatever the filler is. And a majority of it for me, for the, you know, the purpose of the sermon would be to, to really dig out the text and teach it well. At the same time, having, you know, the, the, the point of I want to, to convey the emotion and the feeling to them as well, because I mean, I could read it, I could get up and read a commentary and actually, you know, technically teach, but there's not anything behind that pushing it. Um, so time wise, and content wise, which we'll talk a little bit about the components in the next episode, but how much does that play into the purpose of the sermon for you, though? So, uh, I'll say this time is actually a big deal. Uh, and some churches are totally different than others. Yeah. And to me, there's like, there's probably not really a writer of like, there's nowhere in scripture. Does it say this should be an hour? Or this oh, yeah. Thank right? goodness. <laughs> um, which, yeah, thank goodness is right. But, uh, and one of the, um, first questions that, will come up when we're inviting someone or a missionary comes or someone comes to our church and is going to speak or going to preach that week. Uh, one of their first questions is, 
what kind of time are we looking at, right? Um, and at for us, it's typically between 30 and 40 minutes. That's the sermon, um, which is over half of our time together, right? Uh, and so personally, if there if there's um, an amount of preaching and then the, the same amount of worship music or something like I, I don't I don't know that I don't feel like there's any specific text I could go to to say this is yeah. right or wrong but um, certainly the the preaching should dictate the, the main portion of worship um, because not because uh, preaching in and of itself is so important but more so because this is actually important and in fact um on easter obviously this past one was a little weird and a little bit different able to do but easter for us probably in the coming years um is going to actually be preaching first before worship music because and and that might not be the only sunday that we do that every year but part of that is because i want us to realize that it's it's the stuff in here and the the gospel message that Christ is risen, uh, it's that that should lead us into a place of just being worshipful and in awe. And so that's what drives you to worship. The whole the whole message is what actually makes you worship anyway. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, there there are a lot of things that are more tradition than um, prescription from Scripture, right? Uh, that people kind of tend to give more weight to than than maybe they should but for us 30 40 minutes and if i've gone like 45 at times or something like that nobody cares really for us but i know probably a problem i would have is if i was at you know 38 minutes or 40 minutes and somebody was like <laughs> you know because at, at the end of the day I, I can understand if if you're just babbling up there and not really getting anywhere and not you know, that's totally different. Um, but if you're actually diving into the text and real preaching is happening, then most of the time, uh, the one time I, I went, I went like 48 minutes once. And um, in our community group, missional community meets Sunday night. And so during that time, um, there was a, a moment when I was like, yeah, I know I went long this morning and I was uh, and then someone from our group said, I think you could have gone longer just because of the type of dictates a lot of it. I mean, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, I mean, there are some texts I preached Psalm 23 one time and it was, it was probably 25 minutes, but really, I mean, again, it was one of those things where I was like, man, that was short. But at the same time, the text dictated exactly kind of, you know, I mean, after you don't want to over, I mean, at that you dig out the richness and leave it at that. Like you don't need to dig all the way down to the foundations of the earth for it. Just dig out the text and teach the text. Whereas there was one time where I bit off way more than I can chew, and I was t uh, I was preaching through. Uh, I think it was one of the, it was one of the chapters in Titus, and I was like, oh my goodness, this is taking too. Like I should have broke this up a little bit shorter than I did. Yeah. But yeah, the text dictates that entirely. So. Yeah, so the purpose of the sermon, I think, I mean, we're on the same page, and if you're not, if you're listening, you disagree, you're wrong. Uh, so <laughs> the, the purpose of the sermon is to is to open the word, to dig out the richness and the truth of it, 
and to preach God and glorify, glorify God. Um, that would be the purpose to it. And I, I would, I would kind of, I mean, as a kind of tack something to that, uh, like if that doesn't happen, then obviously something was wrong with like your main point there. If you, if you can't, if, if God is the side note to the text and you know, there's another main point, then you've got that backwards. It's God is the main point of the text. The whole reason that we preach, declare the word, and then things get tacked on. Like you said at the beginning, as far as the encouragement and the enlightenment and the hope and all of that, those will come from digging out that truth uh, from, from the preaching. But uh, I think that's it. Like you said, it's important to understand the purpose of it. Cause if you think you're going to, you know, uh, every Sunday is going to be uplifting. Well, that's obviously not true. Uh, or every Sunday, you know, you're going because the worship's so great. That's not, I mean, that's, that's a problem. Uh, every Sunday you're going because, you know, again, as much as we all love community and connecting, um, that's also a secondary issue. The reason that we have church is to preach and teach the word of God. That's the purpose of the sermon. That's why we do it every week. And I really like what you said about the Easter thing, as far as I think, um, uh, not, I don't know if we would ever switch up service cause we switched up like greeting time one time and the whole thing was bloated, but, uh, it would be, I was talking about, <laughs> yeah, but it's just a matter of, I think what you said about that is good. I mean, cause it is a matter of, Hey, the, what we learn from the text is what leads us into worship. So, um, I think there's times where, and I've made this statement before where I purposely ask like our worship team to close in a song and a song that, that connects to the text I just preached on. Because, I mean, I totally agree with you on that. I mean, that should give you a more, I mean, after you open the word and you learn the word and you've, you know, you've seen the word, um, it should give you this, this just want to praise him for who he is. Um, I love that. I, you know, if ever I become a pastor, hey, might do that. Just be like, all right, guys, I'm not going to change the carpet color. I'm not going to do a whole lot else, but I want this. <laughs> Let's switch up the service. I'll, I'll say this. We've worked um, for probably two and a half years straight coming to a place where people will deal with changes like that. Okay. Like it's a, it's, it's not like maybe in a church plant, you can do what you want. Right. But yeah. <laughs> you've got to, it's methodical, right? It's not. Um, yeah. yeah. I think total, I wrote this down when I was talking earlier, just that the purpose of a sermon um, is really dictated by the purpose of a specific text. But the, the one purpose of every text of Scripture that, that all of the texts have in common, the one purpose is bringing glory and fame to the name of Jesus Christ. Yep. That, I mean, that's the one thing that links every bit of it together and a purpose that all of the text of Scripture has in common with one another. So... Other than that, there are obviously smaller, um, you know, purposes to each text that you might preach. Um, I've, you know, you've listened to some of my preaching and some of it is very much, um, I mean, I've had some preaching that was pretty in your face, you know, like, like we probably need to repent, right? Mm -hmm. And then some of it is encouraging and we can do this and we can do this mission thing. It's not that scary. You know, I mean, like it just, it completely. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the same thing with the letters. Right? I mean, any of the epistles or any of the old Testament. I mean, all, all of it you're going, it's all driven by what's happening in that text. So that, yeah, again, you're not going to, 
it's all going to come from that. But the reason you do it, I think, and the one thing you guys need to get out of this, this first episode is the reason a sermon is preached. The purpose is to bring glory to God and point to Jesus. And every scripture you look at is going to do that in one way or another. Um, but that's what makes it distinctly Christian and totally different than a TED talk, right? So TED talks are really well presented. I mean, obviously the content in most of them are like real. I mean, it's helpful. Uh, but a Christian sermon goes a step beyond that and says, you know, okay, well, this all goes back to God. This all goes back to Jesus. This yeah. all connects to that. So excellent guys. Uh, anything to close this one out? Any words of wisdom on, on the parade? I don't know about words of wisdom, but if you, if you are someone listening to this and you want to dive in a little bit deeper about the purpose of a sermon, John Piper, expository exaltation. Dude, I was going to mention that I got that book in my T4G thing. I'm not very far in it, but it's very good. Yeah, yeah. it's really good. It, and it actually doubles down on all the stuff that we're talking about mm -hmm. um, when it comes to just the, the whole purpose of it is to bring glory to God. Yeah. So. All right, guys. Hey, next time we're going to be talking about the components of a sermon. So as far as the prayer, the research, the study, the fasting, all of that. So that will be next time on the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.